Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, good morning. It's the breakfast huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time to take a look at headlines uh, investors will be paying attention to this morning. I suppose, Ryan, uh, before we look ahead uh, to Asia, we have seen the ECB deciding to hike interest rates 0.75 basis points, right? That's right. So pretty much you're going to script. Uh, the thing is, they r- raised rates, but the Federal Reserve stole their thunder with mm, yes. their own sort of uh, policy guidance. So we had Fed Chair Jerome Powell also in action, giving a bit of a speech during a Q&A at an event. And his com- hawkish comments pretty much offset any of the hawkishness that came through from the ECB. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, and of course, uh, as we heard in the US market update, we did see Wall Street finish in the green. Mm. But uh, with all of this in mind, plus the fact that there's some new policies being announced by the new British Prime Minister Liz Truss, how is the pound doing? Yeah, so looking at the pound, that is remaining near a 37 low or 37 year low against the US dollar. And this, as we saw the new UK Prime Minister Liz Truss announcing that she will freeze the mess- fuel bills for two years to help ease the burden on the cost of living crisis in the UK and for businesses there will be a six month program to help them and also of course we had the uh, passing of Queen Elizabeth II after a 70 year reign. Yeah but we really don't expect the British Mm. currency to move much on the back of that although we are getting a lot of tributes coming in from various world leaders Barack Obama, Justin Trudeau, Joe Biden of course amongst uh, even uh, Vladimir Putin, the Russian president, has also sent his tributes to the passing of the Queen Elizabeth II. It's really, really sad news this uh, Friday morning. So no big reactions from the news of that passing. So we are looking at the British pound at 1.15 against the greenback. Mm, mm. So looking at the euro, that is sliding against the US dollar. And this is by a record interest rate hike. We talked about 75 basis points and partly because Jerome Powell also signaled a tough approach against inflation. So in some fashion, Jerome Powell versus Christine Lagarde and Jerome Powell won. Yeah. <laughs> How's that playing out as far as uh, the Asian Open is concerned? What are you seeing futures-wise? All right, off the back of those comments, interestingly, despite the hawkishness coming through from Jerome Powell, it did not rattle markets too much. And we saw markets just taking it in their stride and we saw a back-to-back win for Wall Street. Uh, going into the Asian trading day, the futures are pointing to a mixed start and we are looking at Australian markets expected to open slightly higher. Mm. Uh, you've got the naked 2 to 5 futures expected to open down for Japanese markets by 0.5% and Hang Seng futures pretty much flat right now. So a mixed picture for Friday and looking at some of the comments coming through from Christine Lagarde, she warned about how interest rates are still far from where they need to be to bring inflation down. She also warned about the risks of a recession if Russia completely cuts off gas, which mm. is pretty much happening right now with yeah. Nord Stream 1 pipeline. Yeah. So that emergency meeting happening later today will be closely watched to kind of see what would be implications and policy proposals that might be passed from that meeting. Actually, if you don't mind me going back to the ECB and again raising rates 0.75 percentage points, um, what is the talk there in Europe? Because their inflation picture is not good. And with an inflation picture that bad, you tend to say, okay, we'll see a recession soon. 
are any, I don't know, observers uh, making comments with regard to this? Yeah, so that's the interesting thing, right? With the energy crisis, you can expect the inflationary pressures to kick up a notch when you think about how winter is coming. Yeah. More people will need more power for heating and whatnot. So the central bank, the ECB, has raised its inflation forecast for this year from 6.8% to 8.1%. And for next year, from 3.5% to 5.5%. So their inflation outlook is going up. Yeah. And if think about what might happen or potential uh, scenarios that might happen with the energy crisis, it could go up even more. But interestingly, the ECB does not expect a recession. Uh, There's pretty much two consecutive quarters of falling output. Uh, so they don't, don't expect one this year. They expect instead that the economy will stagnate later in the year oh. and in the first quarter of next year. So not as pessimistic as what some economists are expecting for Europe to see a recession soon. All right. Uh, There's another piece of news that you're observing uh, quite closely. Uh, India has curbed rice exports. Um, Okay, what is the background here? What's caused them to make such a decision? Well, guess what? Inflation. (laughs) So it is going to be part of the conversation because we are seeing the cost of living going up in many places and India is trying to secure its own domestic supplies when it comes to rice. So it's not enough to go around in this current harvest because they have had some trouble with their planting, with the current climate issues. So that's seeing them hike the export levy with export levy of 20%. So that's going to impact the likes of unmilled and husk brown rice. So you can expect rice prices to some extent to rise. So this is, of course, with India, one of the biggest exporters yeah, in the world. I was thinking that. Like, what, 40% or something like that, where global tr- rice trade is concerned? Mm, My so gosh. This is also going to be uh, something for Asian markets and economies to watch out for because they, of course, consume lots of rice. In fact, 90% of the world's rice output. Wow. Uh, Okay, so that's something that we're tracking very closely. Um, And speaking of which, a little bit later on on the bigger picture, you're speaking with Ken Peng, who is the head investment strategy for Asia at City Global Wealth. I find it quite interesting. So you you, you guys are going to look ahead to the third quarter earnings season. Hmm. And you've got so many pockets to consider as well when you look at not so good macro backdrop. Yeah, it's one of those interesting times or transition times between earnings where you have the second quarter that has just wrapped up and then you have a bit of a vacuum before we head into the third quarter. So mm. in terms of market leads, uh, it's not as plentiful as during an earnings season. So investors will be trying to figure out how to trade and how to invest. And it's pretty much going on headlines, what Jerome Powell is saying, what ECB is saying. And this is where we will be diving into what investors should be looking out for in the next earnings season. And all the talk about recession, what yeah, will that yeah. mean for these uh, various sectors? Which will be the sectors that will be more resilient, which will be more vulnerable? So we'll be diving into all those conversations coming up at 8.35 with Ken Ping from City. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.